You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I'm Beckler. I am Shauna. Welcome to Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Today is the, officially the first day back to school for the Calgary public school system. Very exciting times. So um, my kids are in the Catholic system. They go back on Tuesday, which makes more sense to me after the long weekend than yes. before it. That's what I said. I was like, yeah, we always went back after the long weekend. So it's always weird that they go before. But anyway. Yeah, go for two days. Well, then you've earned a long weekend. That's weird. But then I was like, I guess to kind of get everything organized, Right, so you pick up your class schedules and get all the, you know, the paperwork kind of in order, and then you're just what ready to gung ho and go for it. Yeah, hit the ground running on. Hit the ground running. Is that the idea? Yeah, maybe. Um, it's a big day. So on the show today, actually, we didn't didn't include this on the podcast, but uh, we figured there'd probably be some people who might be new to the show listening. Yes. So we introduced ourselves. We did. Welcomed anyone who wants to spend their morning commute with us. Invited them to listen to the PissCast. So, yeah. yeah. So if there's anybody new, welcome. 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 It's an odd relationship that this medium provides because there might be someone like you who's listened to hundreds, if not over a thousand episodes of this sucker. Yep. And, you know, know the details of the show intimately. And then there might be some people who are brand new and don't even know who Terry is. Totally. So. Yeah. We love y'all, though. We do. All Venus heads are equal. We Yes. We don't have favorites. We don't pick favorites, just like children. Although I think everybody actually does officially have a favorite child, so they just oh, don't no. say it aloud. I think maybe you have one that's, like, easier to parent. Yes. But certainly not a favorite. Certainly not one that you love more. Mm. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Good. I don't, I'm speaking for myself. I don't know if I'm speaking for any other parents, but... Curious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, parents would never... You would never dare to admit it, so... In this show that we're watching right now, it's called The Last Kingdom. Uh, this king has to choose between two of his kids. Like, who's that's gonna awful. live and who's gonna die? And I was like, I'd just off myself at that point. Probably, yeah. yeah. That's a good way of doing it. On today's show, we're gonna talk about getting a job without having any, any connections. And is that even possible these days anymore? I had what I think is a hilarious, but also dark way to address the growing crime problem in Calgary, mm-hmm. particularly on our transit system, the C train, the old crime train. The C stands for crime. Yeah, of course. Who made that? Wasn't that a Reddit to comment? It was a comment on Reddit buried deep in a thread, and I was like, that's one of the funniest things I've heard. Seriously. So now we always refer to it as the crime train. Uh, and something, just, my wife got absolutely roasted by a stranger. This is after your out of context clip of the show. I actually am thinking I want to have like a big fancy tea where I bring all that out. <laughs> a what? Sorry? A tea. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you this, Shauna. The funniest thing happened to McKenna this past weekend at the beach. I can't wait for this. Not funny happened. for her. Super oh, no. funny for me. Did, was so, it a nip slip? No. Okay. No, that's just a good time for everybody. That's Woo! fair. Yeah. Woo! We've talked about I've had a couple nip slips and people won't tell me. They don't care. They no. just pretend not to see it and let it fly That's for a, a while. And you're like, can you t- can you tell me when the nip's out? That's or? a gift to everyone. <laughs> but anyway, she 
There was a sign at the beach yeah. for an over 50 singles mixer. It was happening that way, and an arrow pointing that way. So it must have been something that they had organized. Oh, that's and they're all fun. Gonna, yeah, an over 50 singles mixer. Cool, yeah. So McKenna went over to take a picture of the sign to send to her mom, who is an over 50 single. Yes. And this guy came up to her and was like... Oh, no. <laughs> no, he did like, not. like, do you know like, what else is going on with this event here? Like, are, are you here for it? <laughs> and I was like... Oh, Man! that is And great. she's like, no, no, I'm taking a photo for my mom. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he oh, went to, my. I was like, he thought you were over 50. That is, there's ah! no way in hell, but that is, that man, my you need to 30. be careful what comes out of your mouth there, sir. Oh, I'd be oh, so offended. Was so, I was like, you just got roasted so hard. Oh, my God. Unintentionally smoked. Oh. Absolutely smoked. Your wife is gorgeous and does not look even close to 50. What was that man thinking? Also, I think that's he was, why he's single. Because he says stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's your problem number one, sir. That's what I would have said right back to him. I think he was like hoping beyond hope Jesus. that she that she was there for the opening. You know, like just crap. on the off chance nope. that she was over 50 or maybe was into people over 50. She was just, he was just like, oh. come on, please, please, please. Are you hey, here for this event, sir? Oh, you're single. No kidding. Don't ever say something like that again. podcast. <laughs> so when both my grandmothers passed away, I inherited a couple of sets of, of really nice china. Mm-hmm. And I also inherited like 20 place settings of pure silver silverware. And so they were kind of sitting in the basement of my parents' house. And then when they moved out of their house, I took it with me. And I actually... I use one of the sets of China as regular dishware now. Really? Because <laughs> Fancy. It, was, it was just sitting there, right? And I was yeah. like, why wouldn't I just use this as everyday wear? So I do. Uh, and I use the fancy pure silver silverware uh, as my cutlery as well, <laughs> which is hilarious. That's because great. It's super fancy and it does. It tarnishes. So I have to kind of be up on it. But I was like, again, what else is it going to do? It's going to sit in a cupboard and not be used. You don't have space to display it. No. You're not hosting big fancy dinner parties and That's stuff, it. right? So That's just, but I actually have two sets of China. So I was looking into selling one set of it. And then I realized that this fancy China is now worth peanuts because no one wants it anymore. Our generation oh. does not want to spend money on fancy china. Right. And everybody has it because everybody's grandparents, of course, did. They spent a lot of money on this stuff. So there's so much of it out there that it it's really not worth anything anymore. I didn't know that, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I was just like, interesting. I uh, It's kind of too bad, though, because when you look back at it, like some of this china is, this is investments that our grandparents put a lot of money into. Like some of the the Royal Dalton stuff and the, these famous, you know, this was a thing that, yeah, it was a lot of money that went into that. What do you think our generation's thing like that is going to be? You know, something that we're like I don't meticulously we caring it. for and like then one day it won't be worth anything because we all did it. I, I don't know if there's anything. And I think that's kind of just the shift in how we are now is we don't have these collections. Like we've talked before about, you know, we used to have the, the silver spoon collections and all of that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of collections that our grandparents and even parents had. And now it comes to us and we're like, nah, why spend money on that kind of stuff? Yeah, I guess one, everything's just too expensive. Yeah. Two, most people don't have the space for it, that's, right? That's it. We're going with so. smaller and more, you know, dense. And I forgot, I forget where I read this one time, but it was someone who was responding to people from the older generations who think that tattoos are a waste of money. And this person was like, you come from a generation of people that like meticulously maintained these collections of plates. Yes. 
and cutlery that nobody was ever allowed to use. It's true. Like, is that not a waste of money? So strange. That's why I use it, and I love it. I actually am thinking I want to have, like, a big fancy tea where I bring all that out. <laughs> what? Sorry? A tea. One more time. What tea? Because I have all these nice te- these teacups and all this fancy china now, and I'm like, we should have a tea at my place to use it all up. You, you know? might as well use it, and your, gran- your grandmothers it. would probably be happy that it was going that it was getting used, right? Yes, as opposed right? to sitting in a box somewhere. That's what so. I figure. Might as well have some tea. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't know if you saw this story in the news this week, Shauna, but there was a 16-year-old girl from Cochrane who was attacked on the sea train this past Saturday. Oh, yeah. Did you I see that one? See this. So she yes. was taking the train from Tuscany to Market Mall. So she's from Cochrane, so I'm guessing get dropped off at Tuscany and then ride the train into Market Mall to do some shopping. Yeah. She accidentally got off at Dalhousie Station, and two people there started following her. So she got back on the train and then got off at Brentwood. And at that point, these people bear sprayed her and robbed her. So awful. 16 years old. Nice 16-year-old so, girl. So awful. Trying I to get know. to the mall. Yeah. Gets bear sprayed, gets robbed. On the old crime train. The, old, the C stands for crime. Crime, yeah. Now, the city has beefed up security on transit, to their credit, but it yeah. sounds, sounds like it's still pretty wild out there. Yeah. So I was thinking, what if we made a bracket, like a tournament bracket... To determine Calgary's most dangerous sea train station. Oh, good, good lord! What if we like seated them and yeah. pit them all against each other, and then any time a train station is in the news for a violent crime, which seems to be every, every three day. days, yeah. every every other day here, uh-huh. uh, it knocks its opponent out of the tournament, and okay. then eventually we should be left with one station. <laughs> That has had more crime than all the other. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you could look at a crime map and figure this out I'm too. Sure you could too, but this but is more fun. It's like March Madness. Yeah, but for sure. For dangerous crime trains. For the old crime trains. Yeah. So maybe cool. I'll talk to uh, our digital department, <laughs> see if we can get something whipped up for that. Can we get uh, some sort of music for it as well? Probably. Make it really exciting sounding. Get a theme song. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll just keep our eyes on the news and mm. we'll be like. <sighs> This is awful. It is awful, but, it's, but it's, so is the situation, yes, right? Yes, it is dire. We could be like, oh, in an upset victory <laughs> last night, Somerset Bridalwood knocks oh my God. Marlboro Park out of the tournament with a hatchet attack. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's hope there's no hatchet attacks, okay? Let's, well. Just hope, I'm hoping for the best here. I've, I follow the news here. Stranger things I'm, have happened on the crime train. Yeah. Yep. What, was it Marlboro Station that had the flare gun fight? I think that, that was that. That was one of the most insane things I've ever I seen. Know. Where like there was and the footage of it was incredible. Yeah, a flare gun fight. What in the? So yeah. I think whatever okay. station that happened at should get a bye through yeah, to the second sure. round. The and Shauna podcast. What is the ultimate display in laziness that you've witnessed? The number one, oh, the pinnacle man. of witness of, of laziness. Because, <laughs> like we as humans, I got thinking about this. We are constantly looking for ways to be lazy. Mm-hmm. It's part of our nature, right? Like whether it's finding shortcuts, we, we cut across the grass, you know, there's, we, we try to take all the groceries at once because we don't want to make extra trips. Like we are lazy people and we always are looking for a shortcut. I would say we strive for efficiency. Yeah. I Work mean, smarter, not harder type stuff. Efficiency, laziness, kind of one and the okay. other, one and the same. Um, but is there a certain thing that you can think of that you're like, that was pretty lazy? Uh, I'm sure if I dug deep in my memory. But the, the only thing that sprung to mind immediately was the conversation we had not that long ago about our super cheap friend. Yeah. Who, uh, 
His, when his uncle had surgery, he asked him for his extra piss jugs so that he wouldn't have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. You're right. He is a healthy, able-bodied man who's pissing in jugs at night so he doesn't have to get up. Yeah. Which is just that so is, lazy. You're right. That Holy might, hell. That might be pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny because I have a friend, he he sent me a video recently and he has this this long thing that he has concocted so that he can just turn the light switch off when he's in bed rather than having to get up and turn the switch itself it, it flicks it for him like a stick a st- like a long stick thing that he has that he's con- yeah so it's just long <laughs> enough so he doesn't have to get out of bed and I'm like that's pretty lazy man that's super lazy that is pretty lazy but here we are this is what we do as humans he's got a light switch stick he's got light switch that's stick pretty that he hangs Although, right by the have you considered that maybe he's afraid of the dark and just is too shy to tell you Maybe he doesn't like that moment from between when the lights go out and when he gets into his bed. Right. So maybe he wants to get all cozy, mm-hmm. ducked into his bed, Which, and then. Have you the ever thought of how there. strange that is as well as kids? How we like, well, we think we're safe under the covers. We're like, I'm scared, so we put the covers over our head, and we're like, this will protect me. <laughs> this little piece of this little flimsy sheet is yeah. going to protect me from nope, doesn't make any not, sense I know I nope. hear I hear Bo at night if he has to go to the bathroom like I hear him go at full speed right. like full speed sprint between his room and the bathroom well yeah because the boogeyman can't catch him if he's really fast right <laughs> he's too can't slow can't keep up to him and yeah. then of course everyone knows that boogeymen yes. or boogie women or boogie I'm women yes you're right um they can't get through sheets. Yeah, they cannot penetrate no, sheets and duvets. No, they can't. Ironclad. And as long as you're on your bed, because of course you put your feet down there, and then there's oh. well, the boogeyman is underneath the bed, you right? Might as well trying be to get at you. for boogeyman yeah, at just, that ah! point, using toes as bait, nipping at your, your ankles wigglies. down there. Yeah, don't do that. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got a message from friend of the show, Damon, who said, "Why doesn't your friend with the light stick just get a get the clapper?" I did consider that. Who knows? He's too lazy to get the clapper, and he had a stick around. That's why. Okay. He's too lazy to go out and get the clopper. That's probably what it is. Yes, if you're seriously. at the point where you're using a stick to turn a light switch on and off, uh-huh. you're probably too lazy to get and install the clapper. Yep. I thought the same thing. You can get like a Bluetooth light, yep. smart lights. Oh, yeah, his, there's lots of options. His nope. is much more primitive, much yep. more crude. He was um, laying in his bed. And he probably had a stick underneath his bed, and he was like, this will do. So I'm I'll use my boom stick. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the commercials for the clapper? Remember that old lady in, in bed? She's had the biggest hands in the world for this old this old lady with these huge. Oh, I don't remember her size of her hands, but I remember the clap on, clap off. Yeah, yeah. These huge, giant Julius hands. Irving mitts on her, like my ET fingers. Yeah, well, hers were Good. huge, and she she would clap so hard too. Oh wow! It's time to go clap on, clap off. These giant Jesus slapped by that old lady, you'd be out. Is that what they were looking for in the commercial? They're like giant ass hands. <laughs> Apply only. And this old lady shows up perfect. It's yours. It's what we need. We're casting cute old ladies with giant meat hooks on them. Yeah. yeah. Big Let's farmer take a look hands. at your hands, Gladys. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Good God, Gladys. Yeah. What did you do with these things? These things worked to plow during the Depression. <laughs> these things have slapped a sailor or two. We found, uh, we found our talent. Uh, <laughs> um... Regular producer of this podcast, Mr. Logan Middleton, is on vacation for the next couple of weeks. So a shout out to Logan and uh, Fraser Manning, who is filling in for him as podcast producer this week. Thanks, Fraser. Yeah, Manning has produced the podcast many times in the past. He has. We were down to one producer at the station for a while, so he took over for quite a stint there at one point. Quite some time. Nice to have him back. Mm Mm-hmm. As for Shane Holmes, I I bet if you were so lazy that you just wanted the light switch right beside your bed... 
So you didn't need to use a stick. Yep. Or anything else you found in the forest. That would probably... Yeah, uh, probably make that happen for you. I'm sure they could. Yep. See, I just need the light switch close to my bed because I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared. Affordable customization is something they offer. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I forgot to tell you about this, Beckler, but uh, when we were on our boat trip a while back, uh, we arrived at this one marina. And this is a part of Ontario where most traveling boats are giant yachts and sailboats. And we were in a fishing boat. (laughs) So we came up to this marina to get gas, and the girl helping us took a while to come. And when she finally did, she peered down at us and was like, Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. Your boat's much smaller than what we regularly get. (laughs) Like she was way up above you? She was way up above because, again, these marinas are designed for yachts. So it had this massive, giant kind of thing that you come up to for your yacht. And we're way down at the bottom there. So you actually couldn't (laughs) see us because we were that small. And a little tin fishing boat. (laughs) And she then says to us, she was like, well, normally you have to call ahead to get gas here. And I didn't realize this, but we talked about this. You actually have to call ahead because these yachts take so much gas that they sometimes have to arrange for tankers to come down and you fill up directly from a truck of gas because that's how much gas it takes. Wow. Not the case for you and your fishing boat. Again, (laughs) not the case. She's like, I guess we can make an exception because you're so small. But the way she was talking, seriously, it was pretty funny. (laughs) Take that stink out your voice. She did not want us there. And when you go and you look at all of the boats that were parked there, we were small by a mile. And we're on this crappy ass fishing boat. And I was like, everybody's laughing at us for sure. But they were fully boat snobs. Mm, You got as much right to be on the water as anybody else. We sure do. We've got a vessel. We're allowed to be there. All right. (laughs) Damn, boat snobs. <laughs> yes, well, I like to leave my boat in the driveway for several days before and after moving it from storage, just so everyone in the neighborhood knows that I do have a boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason it's called a yacht club. It's exclusive and you can't afford it. <laughs> yes, well, I have a bumper sticker which reads, My other car is a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not the littlest hobo, but the littlest mobo. Mo- Motorboat that is. Look at how small it is. <laughs> oh, your boat doesn't match the color of the vehicle you use to pull it? You haven't coordinated your liveries? Oh, sorry. Is there somebody there? <laughs> I can't hear you over the sound of my $10 million super yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Are you there? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. It's kind of a dumb thought I had the other day, but when we were watching the Super, Bro- Super Mario Brothers movie yep. as a family. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, was it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, there's lots of little nuggets in there if you grew up playing Super Mario Bros. games and stuff. So Amazing. It was fun. Okay. Um, but I was telling the boys that Jack Black voices Bowser, and they thought that was pretty funny, that there is a Jack Black and a Jack White. And I was like, I... Oh, I'm kind of proud that you that guys know who both of those guys are. That also, you know who yes. Jack White is. That is amazing. But then I got thinking about how most colors can also be last names. When you start going through it, yep. there are lots of colors as last names. Totally. Black and white. Yep. Gray. Green. Green. Yeah. Like you think of a celebrity with brown for each color. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, silver. Yeah. Gold. Mm hmm. All last names. Yeah. Red, more of a first name. Yes. Red. Red is, yeah. People aren't naming their kids Red anymore, are they? No, that's too bad. gotta bring that back. Yeah, let's bring Red back. Of course, Violet is a, more of a first name than a last name. For sure, yeah. 
Couldn't think of any pinks. Just the singer pink, yeah. Uh, yellow, is it? No. Not a last name? No, not a last name. No. Orange? Anybody mm. with the last name Orange? No. Blue? Uh, yeah, I couldn't think of any. Not a blue. There's got to be blues out there. You'd think so. Blue has to be a last name somewhere. Yeah. I just couldn't think of anyone famous. No. Purple? No. Nope. <laughs> Again? Hey, no, that's a weird one. Tony Purple, nice to meet you. I would be great. <laughs> what? Let's make, can, can we make that a last name? Let's start purple. now. I'm changing my last name to Purple. Shauna Purple. Shauna Purple. Great to meet you. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know what another TV trope is, Beckler? Hmm. Food fights. Epic food fights. You don't think they happen that often in real life? Uh, no. no. Have you ever been in a food fight? I haven't, no. And I was thinking about this because I don't know if it was the ni- like the 90s in particular, but Hook. Do you remember the movie Hook and the epic food fight that happened in Hook? I don't. I, I think I saw Hook. I don't remember it very well. Okay, yeah. I can think of some other movies with food fights, okay, though. Okay, which ones can you think of? It Takes Two. Yes. There was Mat- a- Matilda had one as well. Matilda had a big food fight. Yes, and then all of the cartoons, like I swear in Recess and stuff, there was always food fights that happened in the like cafeterias and yeah, it, yeah, it, they happen all the time. I remember at my high school there was a rumor that there was going to be a food fight, <sighs> and then I think the teachers caught wind of it and shut it down. You know what I would love to be involved in is a food fight. Oh, and I'm I, I'm the opposite. Oh, I would, I'm kind of weird about food. Fair. You know, so oh, like, yeah, you'd be not be good for uh, No. For me, like, I just thought of this recently, and I was like, I would love to organize a food fight. Now, obviously, it's incredibly wasteful. Mm-hmm. I understand this, and you'd have to use food that is going to go to waste anyway, because food right now is too damn expensive. But if you could just go and... <laughs> Can you imagine with these grocery prices? Oh, my God. Throwing it at each other? Uh, no, no, that would be a... You couldn't do that. That's criminal. But... If you could arrange, I would love to get in on a food fight. Aren't there like big festivals in certain parts of the world where they like throw tomatoes or throw oranges at each other? Or one just it is? happened. Yeah. yeah. It's in Spain, they have a big one where they throw tomatoes at one another. Okay. And uh, I think it's just like 15,000 people attending. You just go to town and you throw you throw tomatoes. Man, I feel like if you have a good arm, you could conky someone with a tomato. You probably could. If the tomato's got enough weight to it that you could probably do a little damage. I think they make sure they're soft tomatoes. They're, they're okay. tomatoes that are about to go bad, probably real soft ones because, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You could probably injure somebody with that. But I would love to get in on a food fight. Hmm. I just, I'd like to experience it once. I think just if I was at that tomato fight, people. I'd probably puke. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you would. I somebody don't want to be would, anywhere near a tomato, let alone covered in it. Somebody would throw something at you. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah, this was a bad idea. But it's a trope that happened all the time, and I just, I've never seen a live food fight, so I think it's crap. It's right. a TV trope. It was a big '90s thing for sure. Maybe we're a little more sensible with our food waste these days. Maybe. Hopefully. Like you said, we just can't afford to be fighting with food these days. Until I arrange one, yeah. But bad food only. Bad food only. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Does anybody get a job organically anymore? Like just by submitting a resume, not knowing anybody, and getting a call back and getting a job? Good question. You just walk in, hand in your resume. Hey, this looks good. Get a call back. Interview well. You got a job. Right. I've, I've asked this because a friend of mine, I was I was chatting with her yesterday, and she's looking for a job right now, and she found two jobs that are right in her wheelhouse. She's absolutely perfect for them. She's got a ton of experience in the field. Like, the way that the job reads is basically, like, her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I haven't received any, even just a callback, any response at all to these two jobs. And she admitted that prior to that, every job that she's had, she's had some sort of connection, whether it's 
somebody else who happens to work in the company or someone to even mm-hmm. just mention a name that then puts her resume up probably a little bit higher just to even get looked at. But at this job, she doesn't have a connection? She doesn't have a connection at the two that she just applied to. And she was like, it's almost an experiment. Because she was like, I, I know that these jobs are like, I'm, I'm, I'm very qualified for them and I should at least get something, like whether it's an email back or something. And she's like, I'm curious if I will or if that just doesn't happen anymore. Might depend on how many applicants there are for the job. For sure. Like if the the more applicants there are, I would say probably the more important it is to have some sort of in yeah. at the company. Yeah. Whereas like if there's only a few people who even can apply because it's so specialized, then maybe you can just squeak in. Maybe. But then sometimes in those situations, like you, you, everyone kind of knows each other well, already, right? It, if it's right? that specialized, it's Honestly. probably a small field of candidates, a niche industry. Yeah. Like I was thinking even about like I didn't know anybody when I got hired here. Nope. Um. But our, our industry is kind of an outlier, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's why, like, me personally, I, yeah, it's like I can't really speak for that. I guess my first radio job, I had zero connections. I just sent out my demo and got hired for the first yep. time. And then from there, people get to know you in the industry. But, uh, yeah, I was honestly thinking about that. I'm like, I don't know the answer to that question. How often does it actually happen that you submit a resume and you don't know anybody and you actually get a call back? Mm-hmm. Or you hear these stories about, you know, a job posting will go up and they'll have hundreds and hundreds of applicants and you're like well if you how do you get that well, job if you don't have someone on the inside who can vouch for you right you're like Cause what it, makes you stand out from the 50 other people that are probably just as qualified for that job that's exactly it and that's what i think a lot of people go through right because if you don't have some sort of connection it's not that the person uh you know hiring is necessarily looking for that connection but if you have that many applicants how do you even start where yeah it's a good question where do you, where start? Do you start like, like from the hiring manager's perspective right? how do you start to sift through all of these people if they're all qualified right yes so if someone can be like hey keep an eye out for this particular resume and i've worked with this person in the past they're good it. you know and this person that you are working with currently can vouch for that person well yeah that's where you're going to start probably yeah you need a bit of a network and you got to you got to use it when you can, yeah. which I guess is easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that it's is probably tough. a real uphill battle for anybody looking for work, I Honestly. would imagine. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Uh, we have some Fortune 500s to get to. Oh, yes. Two from friend of the show, Nicole. One local, one honorable mention. So if you're new to the show, the Fortune 500 is our list of local businesses with great puns in their name. Yes, yes. So if you ever see one, please feel free to submit. We have quite the list going on. Oh, now. yeah. So a lot of repeats we get a submitted. Lot, but that's yeah. okay. Every once in a while, we get a new one, which is very exciting. Mm. Uh, so Nicole works with seniors. And she said there's a mobile hearing clinic that comes to the place where she works, and it's called Ears to You. I love it. I like that, too. Simple, clean. Yeah. And I like I it. bet the old folks would get a kick out of Ears, that as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, Nicole also submitted this one. There is it's, This is an honorable mention because it's not local. There's a bakery chain in the United States called Nothing Bunt Cake. <laughs> I like that too. Okay. <laughs> That's a bad one. I That's love it. Bad. It's so bad. It's good. Yep. Next, uh, another honorable mention. Our producer Manning was just on a road trip down along the West Coast of the United States. And he said there was a, a pot shop in this town in Oregon, a, a, a riverfront cannabis shop yep. called Smoke on the Water. Which is great. Oh. Wow. Oh, anything that's music related to, yeah. extra bonus for me. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that we don't see more pot shops because there's one, there's a ton of pot shops. They're everywhere. Yep. And they're just ripe for puns. Yes, we've, they are. We've featured a few of them. Definitely. But, um, I know. They need to get more punny. They I do. Think. Yep. They need to get, they need to think like the dog groomers do, like they, the dog businesses do. Yeah. Um, 
And finally, friend of the show Chris sent us a thread from the Medicine Hat subreddit. And this person was asking for pun businesses. So they were looking for all the pun businesses in Medicine Hat, which is basically what we do. Yep. And I just realized that we could have like put this on our social media and said, what are all the pun businesses in Calgary? But that Definitely wouldn't... could have. It's more fun this yeah. way, though. Organically being submitted as people see them, that's what I want. I agree. I don't want to yeah. like crowdsource this no, in no. that way. It's no. more fun when you send them in. Come across them, yeah. Um, but someone on that thread mentioned a blind store in Calgary called 2020 Blinds. That's good. Got to think about it for a second, but yeah, it's a good you pun. Do. That's great, too. Oh, lots of them Lots today. of good puns. Lots some, of good puns coming out of our yin-yangs here. Some locals to add to the list, some Love honorable it. mentions. I also want to mention, this was one of the comments on that thread. Okay. These kinds of businesses need to be aware that their puns will not work for kleptomaniacs since they always take everything literally. Oh, my jeez. <laughs> Listen, that is a 20-kid dad joke. <laughs> Holy man. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.